First off, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Wednesday, July 5th. I hope you're well. Coming up. This latest bombshell from RT is absolutely outrageous. Bombshell fresh revelations about new RTE barter accounts and three due in court over attempted murder of PSNI officer. Plus we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, RTE officials will appear before the Oireachtas Media Committee this afternoon in the wake of fresh revelations last night at the broadcaster about barter accounts. A review has unearthed a number of additional accounts at RTE which had been used to pay for around €1.6 million Euro in hospitality over the last decade. News Talk's political correspondent Sean Defoe reports. Last week, Ortiz Chief Financial Officer Richard Collins told TDs and Senators there was only one barter account in use at the broadcaster. It's now been revealed a number of barter accounts were used by RTE to fund €1.6 million Euro in client hospitality between 2012 and 2022. Media committee members are livid at the revelations, wondering whether they were misled by the Chief Financial Officer or if he was unaware such accounts existed. Fresh documents given to the committee also show all 100 of RTE's top earners make a wage of more than €116,000, which is 31 of that 100 being presenters. Documents also show RTE agreed to pay for a mock-up Late Late Show set, food, drinks and set-up for a Events hosted by Renault Ireland under the agreement to pay Ryan Tuberty off the books. However, there is no RTE signature on that so-called tripartite agreement. Further documents may be delivered to the media committee this morning. Privately, members have been scathing about the drip feed of information and feel these latest revelations could lead to resignations at RTE. Meanwhile, a bill aimed at capping salaries in RTE will be debated in the Shannon today when it gets its second stage hearing. If passed, it would prevent any individual being paid a higher salary than the Minister for Communications for any work done at the broadcaster. Independent Senator Ronan Mullen says there is considerable support for his bill. I think there's certainly an appetite from it. All the noises I'm hearing from fellow politicians at both sides of the House uh, is, is that this is needed. It addresses an issue that's been going on for some time, the need for a cap on salaries, yes, but also transparency around salaries and sanctions where there's any failure to give accurate information to people. Three men are due in court this morning in connection with the attempted murder of Detective Chief Inspector John Caldwell. The men, aged 45, 47 and 58, were charged with preparatory acts of terrorism. The 45-year-old man and the 58-year-old man have been further charged with possession of articles for use in terrorism and providing property for the purposes of terrorism. All three are expected to appear before Belfast Magistrates Court. Detective Chief Inspector Caldwell was shot after coaching a youth football team in Oma in County Tyrone in February. Nearly half of parents aren't aware the government introduced free primary school books for pupils for the coming school year. Figures from the Irish League of Credit Unions show parents are spending €1,152 per primary school student, slightly less than last year. There was also a decrease in secondary school costs, with parents paying €1,288, down €230 on last year. CEO of the Irish League of Credit Unions, David Malone, says schools need to ensure parents are aware that books are being provided at no cost. What was really surprising um, from from the survey itself is that nearly 50% of parents were not aware of the free primary school book scheme itself. I think schools will need to do a better job in terms of communicating that to parents themselves. And also on top of that as well, more than 90% of our survey respondents as well said they also would seek free book schemes as well extended to secondary schools themselves. 
Five rockets have been fired by Palestinian militants in the Gaza Strip hours after Israel's military began withdrawing from the Janine refugee camp in the West Bank. The Israeli military successfully intercepted all the launches. It follows a two-day operation involving more than 1,000 troops. Palestinian authorities say 12 people were killed. Israel claims it was targeting terrorists and seizing weapons. Amy Shalan, chair of the British Palestinian Committee, says the dispute is far from over. The scenes that we've witnessed in Janine refugee camp have been repeated for decades. It's part of an ever-tightening siege on Palestinians' political, social and economic life. Artificial intelligence is having little or no impact on the jobs recruitment market. That's the finding of a new report out this morning, which shows a decrease of 15.4% in the number of new job opportunities across all professional sectors. The Morgan McKinley Quarterly Employment Monitor shows fewer people in the professional job sector were also looking for work during the second part of the year. Tracy Keevans, director at Morgan McKinley, says AI hasn't changed how people are hired. We haven't seen it play out. It hasn't resulted in less hiring in any particular disciplines. There is increased automation, particularly in the engineering life sciences spaces. That's not new. That's continuing. And there's a lot of requirement for skills in the tech space that are familiar with working with AI. But in terms of actual impact on employment numbers or job numbers, as of yet, we're not seeing any any notable change. In entertainment news, TV presenter Fiona Phillips has announced she's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. The 62-year-old has told The Mirror she was diagnosed a year ago after suffering with brain fog and anxiety and is now trialling a new drug, hoping to slow the illness. The former GMTV presenter has said she felt angry as the disease has already ravaged her family, affecting both her parents and her grandparents. And in sport, in rugby, South Africa were last night confirmed as Ireland's semi-final opponents at the World Under-20 Championship. They completed their pool phase with a 24 points to 16 win over Argentina. That semi-final will take place on Sunday at the Athlone Stadium in Cape Town. The other semi will see France play England. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on newstalk.com.